guys and welcome back to Nisi Lexi. Hey, okay. So today we are gonna be talking about another video reaction that I'm doing. This is my second reaction. Uh, in this reaction video, I'm doing on uh, Iman, girl who moved uh, to London as a after she got on a job abroad, and basically she's explaining how she was able to make two hundred twenty-seven thousand a year salary. Uh, working at a tech company based in London, UK. I'm actually hyped and excited because, as you might all know, a lot of people that live in the States or Canada, they always want opportunity abroad so that they can be leveraging also just kind of living in a different country and getting that scope. So I haven't watched, personally, I haven't watched this video yet. So I'm going to be watching it first time with you and then I'm just going to react and see how she does it. Let's start. One of my goals has always been to live abroad. So when I got the opportunity to move to London, it was kind of a dream come true, even though it was somewhat unexpected. Can we just say that number looks really nice? <laughs> really nice. My name is Imani Change. I'm 28 and I live in London, UK. My salary is comprised of both a base salary and stock and investments, which comprises of money that is paid in pounds, but also U.S. dollars. Last year, I was actually promoted to um, my current role as a senior operations manager. I became one of the youngest senior operations managers here in Europe at that time. Congratulations. Hi. See, that just goes to show that you could be a young person within a company just starting up, but because of your skills and how well you understood your role and how you're capable of kind of like, you know, excelling, that other companies will actually give you the opportunity to get some more management role and positions that you'll be able to leverage and kind of improve yourself. So don't take it for granted saying that you're too young and you might not be able to get accesses or get that management role because you're young no she's an example that you could do it obviously so let's continue this is my kitchen um i definitely spend a lot more time in this space now that i've been cooking more at home her house actually reminds me so much of my sister home in london and i just from the kitchen and how like a lot of uh of the setting is kind of just like white cabinets a lot of spacious and very cool appliances so i think the biggest expense that was a bit of a surprise for me when i moved here to london is that it is very comparable to new york city it's very expensive renting is not as easy as it was when i had lived in baltimore previously when you're looking for a place the listing price is not necessarily what you'll get it for they do a whole bidding process to be able to secure a place and if it's in a high demand area the price might be very different ultimately to be able to secure the location I wanted to see is that i could definitely pay my rent so i ended up paying the first 12 months up front and then after staying in the place for one month i paid another four months that is ridiculous i have wow the fact that you have to pay she has to pay 12 months up front and then another four months off from, I'm not sure that's is it because she is um, an immigrant in a new country. They just want to make sure that she's able to 
pay her rent, but that is very interesting. It kind of gives me you an idea just because if you it was planning on moving in London, obviously, you gotta come secure with the bag and making sure that you can pay your rent for that long. That's obviously not something that's easy to do. A big part of being able to do that was getting some support in terms of what my relocation package was. My dad actually um, had a background of finance growing up and he always would try to teach me best practices for managing money. Saving, I actually started at the age of five um, when I had my allowance, um, I had to save 50% of the allowance that I made. That just goes to show that teaching your children money language at a young age is very, very important and critical, especially in day and age where a lot of us are just being bombarded with credit cards and things like that. And if you don't understand how to save, how to manage your money, that could make it a bit harder. And, and when you reach to your adulthood, then you'll find it, it's kind of hard for you to also just manage expenses and living off debt and not getting into like, for example, a student loan, all that stuff. For the fact that she was able to learn how to manage and save at five years old, I feel like kudos to her family for educating her on that matter. Made for college and it really helped me not only see the value in um, kind of having this practice of saving some of your income for future things. It also just allowed me to have a better relationship with money. One thing that makes me a little bit different than many students is I don't have student debt. Um, it definitely was made possible through some of the support of my parents, um, the saving that I, I had done um, when I was younger, and also scholarships. That's exactly what I was saying. The fact that she was able to not have a debt and able to save ahead of time while she was growing up. So her parent, I feel like her parents put her to success by making her understand the value of money at a young age and also supporting her and getting scholarship and all that kind of ahead of time. So that way she won't be stuck with student loan or anything like that. That's such a smart move. I would do that to my children for sure. I actually moved here expecting to be spending more money and having a bigger budget for my day-to-day -day life. But what I'm finding is that because I'm in a pandemic, there's a lot less stuff to spend money on, entertainment, etc. So I actually end up spending about 40% less than what I had previously budgeted for. I would say the UK is a little bit more expensive. Big things driving that is my rent is definitely more pricey. When I was living in the U.S., I actually Airbnb'd out my second bedroom and the place that I was living in. So that covered the expenses of my housing and my rent. Another thing is that I have to pay something called council tax here, which is basically a tax for the services of my neighborhood. And then I also find that I pay a little bit more in utilities. My water bill is more expensive. I got to Google that. What the heck is a council tax? Is probably is this similar to harmonized tax for the Ontario thing? I don't know, but I'm gonna Google that and find out and put it in the description below and kind of explain for those who don't know. I don't know what council tax is here, but outside of that, things are pretty comparable. Some of the other nice surprises is that groceries were way cheaper. You're able to get a good trip with just 35 pounds. Oh my god. The thing that I love so much about the UK is that their food is so cheap. Like, 
One, I remember one time I remember we went to, I, think, I don't know if it's Tesco or Alden, one of their shops like around the neighborhood, similar to like um, Freshco or things like that. I literally would pay like for a bag of uh, a full bag, you would pay like 45, uh, what's it called? It's not like a, an actual, it's a less than a pound, like basically like equivalent to 45 cents or like 50 cents type of thing. But it was cheaper than a, on a pound. You will get like a bread, you will get your eggs, you'll get you basically essential and needs. Food is so, so cheap in London. And that's actually something I love about it. And the fact that a lot of their food, um, they have like shelf life is very short. So they tend to focus more on delivering like organic food so that people are actually eating food with a date stamp that is very learned. So like if you got a milk, it tells you that in five days that milk is going to expire make sure you actually drink that milk within that five days or else the six days you start to see it's kind of molding and all that because i feel like they don't add a lot of like added preservative like american does but that's something I actually love about uk it's their food how cheap it is and how healthy option they offer I'm worries in the U.S. I couldn't get a decent trip until I paid at least $80. Overall, my expenses are definitely higher here, but it's a big part of just choosing live abroad and, and how. You are listening to Nisi Lexi Podcast Live. We will be right back after this short break. Yeah, and so going back to the grocery, I remember my my sister when we were in London, our grocery for the week, the salary, we would spend like literally like 60 pounds a week for two people and we would get so much. Sometimes we don't even end up expending all the money. We would actually keep some and then we would just go out for like a dinner or so with it. It was something I learned. I learned how to budget and learned how to minimize it. And that's something that my sister taught me when I got into London. And I feel like a lot of people who live there, they know how to budget, they know how to manage. And I learned that skill and I, and I brought it back to America and I was able to kind of like now be an adult managing my situations. Last year, I became one of the youngest senior operations managers at my company, which is something that was extremely exciting for me, especially since when I started at my company about five and a half years ago, I always saw this as a role that was kind of unattainable. And I didn't really see people who looked like me doing this work. It was really just figuring out how do I get there? How do I grow within not only my role, but as a leader? And how do I help other people also move into these spaces that maybe they don't see a lot of people that look like them. And that's kind of been a big goal of mine within growing within my career and hopefully bringing people with me. If you're a service business and you want to set your website up the right way so you can get more clients every... She's actually speaking facts, and I also stressed this in my last video when I was doing the reaction for... With Bokola. So, yeah, the tech industry doesn't have a lot of us, and it is hard to also just walk into an industry where there's a little bit of a minority, and that's why there's so much the opportunity 
a lot of times we're just kind of look around and you're like, okay, is that doing it for me? Us being in those spaces, we need to fill it up and we need to ha- give opportunities for people who are kind of fulfill this gap and take up spaces. And I actually definitely understand where she's coming from with this. Black people or as the people of color need to also take up that spaces by going to those fields, educate them and kind of because there's so much opportunity within that where we can be able to leverage and just kind of have success as well. So yeah, definitely think diversifying and entering those jobs and educate, getting the right education, the right education, the right opportunity, and also sharing the information and the knowledge and kind of will help us get and fill that gap. Now my splurge has become app games on my phone, which sounds really dorky, but there's nothing better than when, especially during pandemic, where you might be just hanging out at home, be able to play different games on your phone, and they honestly get you with the in-app purchases sometimes. So I'm trying to be better about it. But the one that just so right, like I remember back in university, I used to spend a lot of my salary getting designer stuff, like where's Michael Kors and Jacob, Calvin Klein. I was really like saving just to have this branded name until because I was also a model, so we're in the fashion industry and fashion is like a big thing it's still a big thing for me until i decided that i was gonna open a clothing line which is a luxina river and have my own brand and that's when i started to kind of be like okay why am i wearing all these labels i need to start wearing my own so represent the brand itself so that decision alone saved me tons of money <laughs> on not expending on like big designers name but also now I find that a lot of the money that I also spend, it's either going to this investing in my blog, investing in my podcast, buying gears, equipment, lights, uh, headset, microphones, and apps to editing, all of that kind of thing. That's basically what my expense being. And also trying to contact manufacturers to do the product, the labeling, the printing. This is where it's now going. So, yeah. This is the fourth commercial I'm skipping in this video. What's going on? One of my personal goals is to hopefully figure out how to become a millionaire by 30 and buy a home by the age of 33. A big part of that is me figuring out how to perfect saving money. How can I allow the money that I make to work better for me to make? Wait, hold up. Did she just say millionaire by 30, buy and purchase a home by 33? Girl, congratulations. That is a manifesto right there. Just the amount of confidence and the amount of passions and the amount of goal setting she has for herself, that is incredible. I love that. Brilliant. Oh my God. I love, love, love her story. I feel like she has so many great insights just within like how she was raised to have money management, setting up goals, and also have like ambitions in life to become a millionaire or a homeowner that is so unique. And also for, for the fact that she just like left Baltimore to go all the way to London, UK to work there. And then five years later, she is hired as a senior manager in her division within her company that is something very unique it's just an inspiring story and that's why i love to share 
would you guys do the reaction video to show you guys that there's actually people out there that actually have done it the people that have worked and paved the way and actually shown you to inspire you so in case you're thinking about going in the same career path or you're thinking about doing something but you're not sure about it you should be able to kind of like you know have the essence be like what well, she did it and managed it and she was able to conquer it and try so why can i not so I hope you guys enjoyed this video and if you have any other video that you would love for me to do a reaction to it, comment down in the description below. And also let me know what you think about her video and some of the stories or the, just basically the breakdown of how she managed her life with the salary that she's getting. And also if you wanted to get more deeper stories about how she reached to her career journey i will post down her original video linked in the description below so you guys can actually go watch it and as she mentioned she has uh, a new uh, venture that she started it it's called no money more money more problem yeah so you guys can also get that until then you can reach back to me at nisilexi.com or you can Check me out on the podcast. I'm always there on Sundays and Saturdays. Posting new content is www.nisilexi.com. So my podcast, or you can just simply Google me at Nisilexi. That's N-E-E-C-E-E-L-E-X-Y. I'm all there. First page of Facebook, first page of Google. Follow me on Instagram. See you guys in my next video. I hope you guys learned something. Mm -hmm.